the SWP podcast, sports and whatever. Okay, off we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the finale for another podcast week, revving up the weekend with another dose of sports and whatever. And a special hello to our Patreon members who are sitting in for this episode. James, how are things with you today? Well, Stevie, I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited uh, because we got this Zoom deal going and uh, and a bunch of uh, members, fans, okay, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Uh, Steve, you'll remember one day in radio uh, when we did a show and uh, I was high and drunk and <laughs> I uh, I thought... So just another day that ends in Just another day at the office, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to do the show forgetting that... Uh, uh, I, I don't know, it was streamed or something, start, starting that. I said, I'm, I'm going to do the show without my pants on. Steve, you remember that? <laughs> I had a nice tight boxer, and I, I said I was dancing, and I took my pants off to do the show, thinking it was just, uh, you know, no, there was no uh, TV or anything going, Steve, but there was. They had just started that week, I don't know, streaming the show or whatever it was called back then. So I was thinking I would do that today, Stevie. Maybe I'll do it without my pants on. Yeah, we'd all appreciate that. That uh, <laughs> make sure the make sure the lens is headed uh, north of the border, then we don't <laughs> right. have to yeah. see anything we don't want to see. Uh, yeah, no, I'll uh, leave them on. I'll leave I'll leave my pants on, Stevie. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. No, you had some uh, interesting moments throughout our our Tigor career. That is for sure. You got me thinking about the studio. Was just inexplicably grabbing the station fan because we had no circulation in that room whatsoever. And it became a weekly thing where you would see what you could throw into it today. Oh, yeah. Got a a pack of Skittles here today, fellas. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it made some great noises. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's jump in today. Just a reminder that our website is stevewproject.com. You can email the show stevewproject at outlook.com and we invite our members we are doing a members only recording today and so our members who are listening in we invite them as well in in the chat file here on zoom if you have any uh, questions or takes on things uh, let's hear them so uh, thanks to everybody for jumping on today and we'll begin today with a little cfl xfl talk because i read a really interesting article from our pal dave naylor an interesting opinion piece you know about the possibility of an actual merger. We don't know. That's way, you know, cart before the horse stuff, mm-hmm. but just the possibility that we might actually have the CFL and the XFL in the same league, kind of a cool notion. Anyway, um, Dave Naylor's piece talked about the ill-fated CFL expansion into America back in the early nineties. And most of the American teams, as we know, struggled. And at the time when the teams in America were asked to explain what went wrong it was basically this NFL football, a little bit too much competition along with college ball, high school ball, the county fair and church. <laughs> so basically all of it with more appeal than watching CFL football. And the big thing, though, that Dave Naylor talks about in this article is that three down football did not survive because American. This is a quote from a beat writer. Americans mm-hmm. are not dissatisfied with their brand of football. And I think that's the biggest hurdle to this whole thing. I think anybody who's a CFL fan who is hoping for this merger to contain anything, not just three down ball, but any Canadian rules at all. I think they're going to be really disappointed if they think three down football is going to sustain itself in that situation. 
I don't know if the CFL sort of checked with anyone before they decided to try this deal, okay? Because I haven't seen one positive comment about doing this expansion, okay? I I really, I, I, I haven't, I haven't. I'm the only guy who thinks it's a good idea, you know? You know what you're up against, Stevie? When someone says, uh, we don't we don't want to watch your uh, your games. We don't want to watch this expansion league because we want to go to church. <laughs> okay, that's what we'd rather do. Okay, so I don't know if what's his face. Okay, the commissioner of the CFL. Maybe they should have talked to a few people first, Stevie. Okay, maybe they should have gone to the masses a little bit and said, maybe this one first. You know, hey, we're thinking of uh, merging with the uh, XFL. You know. Maybe uh, I'm sort of going Norm McDonald on this. Yeah, yeah. good merge. Yeah, yeah. The XF, yeah. you know, the XF football. Okay, we're going to merge with some football. Maybe we'd like to get your opinion on that, Mr. or Mrs. Fan, you know? And and they could have gauged it, Steve, on those people's yeah. opinion because everybody is going, no. <laughs> really? I, see, I, I've, I've heard lots of people that had that share your opinion, to be honest. The opinion of, okay, this could work. Uh, the CFL is kind of plateaued, um, maybe something along the way of, cause there's so many, like if you're in your early twenties, you know, I'd say anybody from age 20 to 35 CFL eh, not so much, but NFL, every time I was talking to a guy yesterday runs a Boston pizza here in town. And he was saying guys in that, that age group, 20 to 35, there's two things that are even bigger than the Sens, In fact, here in town, that'd be NBA and NFL football, NBA and Sens are close but NFL football all day long. And if you can put on a product that resembles NFL football, I think there's an opportunity there. I think anybody over 40 is probably going to, you know, lay claim and glom on to the tradition of the CFL. But uh, no, I'm surprised that you get that kind of feedback because I have heard uh, people say that, you know, I I might be interested in that. I, I certainly think any three down deal would not work based on everything Dave Naylor talks about in his column today. Yeah, well, you know, a week ago, Stevie, it was all it was all positive. The CFL is in talks with uh, the Rock about you know merging with the XFL, and with that, that's good news. Big headline there. Okay, a week later, Steve Naylor comes out and says, "No, uh, it's, it's disintegrating." <laughs> they haven't they haven't even opened up a talk yet about it. Well, disintegrating from the three down perspective, not disintegrating from a merger standpoint. His whole point is if an XFL CFL merger were to happen, and that's a long way down the road, the only way it will work is in a four down situation where it's all NFL rules, XFL rules, I guess. And, uh, and that's the end of that. Don't, don't even, don't even go down the road to cheering for a merger. If you're hoping that Canadian rules will exist still, that's Dave Miller's point. Maybe I got to practice what I preach because I did say uh, I don't go to many CFL games anymore in fact i never did i didn't go to many uh does your uh, does your team have a name yet well they're trying to keep the double e logo right yeah the why the, the totally the totally wildly incredible disgusting offensive edmonton eskimos you know that just you know locked people in their house steve they couldn't leave if they didn't change the name i was always way more offended at the choice of font for the ease, I was like, man, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I had a protest one day. I had placards and stuff at Parliament Hill. Nobody listened. No one showed yeah. up. Anyway, everyone keeps joking. They should be the Edmonton Erections. You know? uh, I don't know. Well, I think that can fly. 
yeah. technically. You know, it's, it's I don't know what direction. I don't know. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I, I would go to games with four down football. Right. I would. I'd give it a whirl. And I don't so think I, you're alone. Yeah. Did you watch any of the hockey last night? Like I'm thinking the Rangers pounding like a post. The yeah. Philadelphia Flyers, not a not one of the cellar dwellers, that the Flyers are a decent team. Pounding them nine nothing. And uh, and the game was nine nothing after 40 minutes. So they just basically just mailed in the third. That was that. But crazy. Yeah. And former Senator Mika Zabanajad sets a record. A record with six points in one period. I'll borrow a line from Schitt's Creek, Steve, with that score last night with the Rangers over Philly. By the way, the Rangers, very offensive. Okay, they got to change that. I'll borrow a line <laughs> okay. from Alexis in Schitt's Creek that, that the Rangers took Philly to Pound Town for a little visit. <laughs> Did she say that on the show? Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, she was talking to, uh, you know, her vet boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he he Ted. hired a receptionist. Ted hired a receptionist. Uh, I think her name was Shannon or something like that. And uh, he told her, he told uh, Alexis, yeah, I had a one-night stand with her. And, and so Alexis went out to talk to her, and then Ted came out a few minutes later. And that was her line. I'm just talking to the, your old girlfriend here, you know, about your little trip to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I started, Stevie, on the old show? Plow Town. I used to say Plow Town. Yeah, I want to take you on a little trip to Plow Town. Yeah, it's nothing agricultural, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing yep. agricultural. Anyway, I got a theory, Stevie. Okay. okay I got a theory. About the nine nothing win, about the nine nothing win. I'm looking at scores over the last few days, and I went back a few more days. Okay, a few more games, Mm -hmm. and uh, like yesterday, there was a nine nine zip. Edmonton gets seven with another. There's ten goals there. There's an eight four. Is looking at okay. So so the the goals are way up. Okay, or the points are in the in recently. Okay, Mm -hmm. just starting. I got a theory, Stevie. So who's going to be able to stand this this you know, really compacted schedule, okay, in hockey. How, how is, how's it going to suss out? Are guys going to be able to keep up the pace? And I think what we're seeing, goalies. Goalies are not able to. It's too much. Just my theory. The goalies are theory. tired is what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting injured. Well, your, your guy got injured in Ottawa. Everybody's injured in Ottawa. Right. God, they're, just, down, they're down to their fourth stringer effectively last night who looked good. Philip Gustafson, he only played, and they immediately sent him down, uh, down to the taxi squad, I think, uh, or maybe even down to Belleville. Double check. Well, on who's going to be the backup? Isn't the other guy hurt? Well, they just picked up a guy off waivers in Anton Forsberg, former Chicago Blackhawk. Um, he's been waived through the league three times, and it's possible that maybe either, uh, I think it's um, Hogberg that's closer to returning to the lineup, Matt Murray's day to day. So it's possible that uh, you're going to go with a Forsberg Hogberg. It's a lot of bergs to yeah. keep track of, but uh, yeah, this it's been a mess in goal this year. And um, I, I don't know what's due to fatigue because you know, I can't imagine Joey Decord's tired at this stage of the game. He, he's only played a, you know, a handful of outings. So just a weird situation. He got hurt on just going laterally left or right in the game. It looked like his skate blade was dug into the ice and kind of slipped out in the, while he had all the weight on it. And so I, I didn't hear, they said lower body. They're never telling you it could be, it could be groin, it could be ankle, it could be knee, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's anything but coincidence. I'm not sure that they're playing that much more than they 
they they do in the past. If and if they if they are jamming games together, maybe relying on the backup a little more. Not sure. Steve, Steve you know I'm the barometer. Okay, I'm the go-to guy. Sure. Sure. NHL insight. Yes. You know, yes. Nailer, I bet. Nailer is probably waiting to see what I have to say today, you know, before he reacts to his last piece. Yeah. I'm telling you, the goalies are going to get worse and worse. Well, Scoring's going to go way up. It's going to go way up. They did in that game. And uh, imagine being the coaching staff because uh, the whole coaching staff, like David Quinn, Jacques Martin, the whole, the whole coaching staff, basically out with COVID or we're in the COVID protocol. Right not necessarily having COVID. So basically the entire minor league coaching staff comes in to coach that game. So suddenly you're gone. Your whole coaching staff is gone and your team wins nine, nothing. Talk about get something that would give you a complex, right? <laughs> Jeez, maybe, maybe it's us fellas. Maybe we're gonna find out what these guys are doing down in the minors. Nine freaking nothing. Right. Days Euler, Stevie pop seven last night. Right. I was saying earlier on Calgary and the day before, because it's always bugged me about how fans react. They're too reactionary per game. Okay. So Sutter comes in to coach the Flames and they win a game. And then there's this massive thing going, here we go. We got the nuts here. Okay. We got one of the Sutter sisters. Okay. Who's come in from the, you know, there's nine Sutter sisters you can choose from. We got Daryl that came one of Stanley there in LA. Uh, we bring two. him in. And uh, there are two, you know. Uh, so they bring him in and, and they, he, I don't know, he wins the game or something. Three and oh, to start. There you go. Uh, three and oh, Stevie. Okay. Three and oh. And, and then last night they get drilled, but everyone was saying, here he is the second coming. This is going to be great. And now today they're getting up and going, I don't know. So I Sutter there. What? I hope it's okay. I hope it's okay. Well, and people are all second guessing some of the stuff he was saying after, because in the game, there was a moment where you might want to take Markstrom out. And he's saying, I don't pull the goalie. And not the end of the game, pulling the goalie, like pulling the goalie to give him relief because he's getting shelled. Right. People were wondering, was there any thought of taking Markstrom out there? No, no. You get out there and battle, and I do not pull the goalie. And uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. The guy's got two Stanley Cup wins, so what do I know? But that uh, you can win Stanley Cups and still be wrong about things. And I think there's a point where you say, okay, get him out of there. Give him some relief. DJ Smith here in Ottawa after Matt Murray had gone about, I don't know, four or five games where he yanked him out of the game, he finally left him in for one, just trying to mix it up. You know, sometimes you got to sit out there with your teammates and go. But when it's your fourth game and you're trying to ingratiate yourself a little bit to your new team, I thought that was an odd choice to leave Markstrom in to twist in the wind. Yeah. Hey, Daryl Sutter, we heard you that you didn't want to pull your goalie, uh, so he got shelled. You know what you should have done, Daryl? You should have pulled your goalie. <laughs> That's what you should have done. Uh, we still talking me. hockey now, or what are we doing here? Who, me? Yes. It's you, after all, and so that particular well, phrase. we were talking hockey. Weren't I we know. Just... I know. Are you getting what? what? I finally talk hockey, and now you're telling me, oh, knock it off with the hockey, Jim. All right? Let's go I'm back not saying knock it off. I'm actually wondering what you're alluding to when you say that particular hockey phrase. That's all. Oh, oh, pulling the goalie. That's beneath you, is it? Get your head out of the gutter, Stevie. Sure. Are you, you might be a little nervous today with all the people online here looking at Not the, even a little. All, maybe all getting, good friends. Maybe you're a little anxious that uh, something crazy might go on. Just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be looking in at, you know, what the members are today, uh, and, and why wouldn't you, um, we invite you to uh, consider a membership. 
stevewproject.com, all kinds of uh, various levels to jump in on things. And one last thing on Sutter. Um, I didn't think he's... Oh, are we still talking hockey? Okay. Yeah, well, ahead. you know, one last thing on Sutter. You know what that means, right? Nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sutter said, uh, this team, this group of players have to learn. They don't have the firepower to not put themselves in a position to be good defenders or to check or to play well in their zone if they don't play that way. Look at the shots. They ended up 33 to 30. I don't think we're going to score eight goals tonight and beat Edmonton 8-7. But just saying, in your fourth game as a coach of a team, you know, my guys, they don't have the firepower. What? What? It's not a bad hockey team they have there. They've got quite a bit of firepower, actually. Hello, Kachuk. Hello, Goudreau. Hello, Monaghan. That's not a it's not a bad hockey club there in terms of firepower. I don't again, I don't think I would go down that road with today's player uh and uh, and be beating them up the way he has you know these first four games. Yeah. Good coach, Daryl, but we didn't know you were stupid <laughs> with all your comments, you know. Don't be a dummy. All right. Well, we'll take a time out of the program. When we come back, we've got lots more to come, of course. I want to get into a little more about the NHL and, oh, my God, the city of Ottawa heading back into red. And we'll talk about that much more coming up after these words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies, why you'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150. Only at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. How would you like to win your own home gym? Right now, Popeye Supplements, along with Fitness Depot in Ottawa and Beyond Yourself, are teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. Now until April 4th, you can fill out a free ballot online and for every Beyond Yourself product you buy at Popeyes, you not only get 20% off the product, you also get another ballot for the draw. It's the $5,000 Dream Home Gym Giveaway at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. All right, welcome back to the program. Now, James, I gather you've become a Schitt's Creek addict. Totally, man. Totally. I was a late comer to Schitt's Creek. I thought I was late, but uh, yeah, I, no, I've, I been, really I've been there three months. Uh, I got onto it after they won all the awards. I said, I'll, I'll start watching. Totally in love with it. Totally in love. Every single character, okay? It's brilliant, man. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. I love it all. I'm, I'm copying down quotes from Moira, okay? She's just the best. Absolutely the best. Love her. Yeah, love them. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the best show I've ever seen. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you the secret to these shows, Stevie. What makes them so good um, is that they're only twenty minutes every episode. You know, most I, sitco- I, most most of these sitcoms are, aren't they? Well, I I, I I guess I don't know. I don't know, but that that's what I. The other stuff I try and watch. It's always they're always one hour shows, but yeah, Shit Shit's Creek is the absolute bomb. If if you haven't watched it, people. 
Um, well, the strength of it is, okay, it's, it's writing. It's character development. Like every character just gets absolutely sussed out. And you know everything about everybody in a very quick amount of time. By the time you're into about the sixth show, you're like, okay, I know all these people. It's really well yeah. done. And, uh, and then the last thing is the way they treat being gay. It's so accepted by everybody. Uh, it's absolutely groundbreaking, really. The way they've ha- the way they handled that, you don't even think about it. You're not even phased by it. These are really groundbreaking shows, and really the, the the types of shows that can change people's attitudes if they're not phased by what's happening in these various issues. That maybe in real life people will be going, "Ooh, my goodness!" Any of that stuff, it's completely ignored, and I think that's a really healthy thing. Well, it's not not only that, Stevie. Okay, that character about how they, you know, how they've, how they've made it, uh, you know, in, in a great way, in a, in a great way, you know, talking about, um, you know, gay, you know, gay rights, the gay community, all that. They've embraced it. It's great. But they've also, if you look at all the other characters, Steve, they've embraced insanity, paranoia, <laughs> uh, you know, isolation, uh, socially ineptness. It's just, it's just the best. It's absolutely the best. Yeah. As a, a review I read last night, they said it's a it's a family who's developmentally stunted. Right, <laughs> right. It's right. I'll tell you what my other favorite was. Okay, before this, it's right up there as Afterlife, right, with Ricky Gervais. So, oh, it's bo- great. Bo- both great shows. Yep. Yeah, and then one of the things, last thing on Shit's Creek is in the very first episode where the lawyer is outlining their options and they have nothing left, and the only thing you have left is this town that you bought as a lark for your yep. son at an auction. And he says right right out of the gate, um, you might find it ends up being your salvation. And that's basically the show in a nutshell right there. And uh, I like when that's just, it's just well-prepared and well-structured the entire series. He wasn't sure where it was going to go. Dan Dan, uh, Levy, okay, the the writer and, of course, the character. Uh, And he said all it started out to be was, wouldn't it be a great story uh, if if his uber-rich family went broke? And what they did after, uh, you know, obviously that's the premise. Right. Anyway, I love shit. I love shit's Creek. So, so where are you guys at in Alberta? I'm just curious because right now Ottawa Public Health has been moved into red control under the Keeping Ontario Safe and Open framework. So, like I see David Johnson in right now, play some beer league hockey. Well, that's the end of that as of today. Um, where are you guys at in Alberta? And of course, everything, you know, lots of other things are going to be restricted here in the city of Ottawa. I think, you know, this feels like a third or fourth time in the red. So we all know the deal. We all know the drill. Um, stay at home, yada, yada. Where are things at in Alberta? Well, I didn't look today. I look every day and see if we, if we have to still keep socially distancing, if it's getting stricter. And I hope it is because then I don't have to see my children. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really hoping the protocols are getting stricter and stricter. Uh, some of the stuff's opening up here, actually. Um, I don't. I, I still don't wander too much from my house, you know. And like I said, uh, the reason for that is I'll die if I get COVID. So, oh, you yeah, jumped to that my, conclusion. That it's. Uh, I think it's still uh, 90, 95 percent survivable. But you're deciding that you're going to be in that five percent. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're. I'd they're agree with that. Lifting, they're lifting restrictions here a little bit. Uh, or they were yesterday, and then this morning, I, it's, I don't know, it's getting a little nebulous, Stevie, a little, yeah. little blurry here, what's, what's going on. So, uh, 
don't move to Alberta yet, Steve. I know a bunch of people want to flood in here. Yeah, to come to to come to Edmonton. Uh, now I won't I won't name names here. I'm just I basically Ontario Ministry of Health basically said today, uh, heading into red and yada yada. And then that's twice I've said yada yada in the last uh, five minutes. I apologize. But the the feedback, it's it's almost all negative. Like people, I don't know. People aren't measuring out. Um, medical facts versus emotions right now. I think, I think people are now at a stage where it's like, okay, we've had, you know, everybody 80 and over, I think 90 and over for sure. And uh, high risk groups, they've all started receiving vaccinations. People are feeling like, okay, this thing is going well. And all of a sudden we're back in the red and everybody, this is the a tweet from the Ontario ministry of health. The response is, and I won't name names. It's like, is this a typo? Is all Ontario moving to red? This is effing irritating and infuriating. Let people live their lives. There's no need for this. Another one here. I'm so sick of it. Justin Trudeau, get us some vaccines. Watching the U.S. get back to normality while we're locked in our homes endlessly, even though the number of cases is low, is going to be a treat. I don't think that's necessarily true, that last fact, by the way. Uh, And I I could go on and on. Well, they Uh, are rolling out vaccines, though. Right. I, I know tons and tons of people. Uh, I went to a pharmacy the other day and uh, I don't know if I said the right thing or not, but there was, there, there was 20 plus senior citizens, Steve, in line. Right. Okay. Going berserk about getting the vaccine. So I was in line. I wanted to find out about it where I had to register. And I just, I just sort of breezed by all of them, went right to the front and I cut in and say, you know, I should get the vaccine first because because you're gonna die quicker than I will because you're 80. So don't <laughs> don't 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 panic here, people. Okay, just stand back, a couple of chevrons back. Okay, you live longer than you should have by the looks of a bunch wow. of you. Okay, so that's you know it's uh, that's what I was doing. Now some of them got a little upset, Stephen. Yeah, well, look they, at all the members dropping off today that are <laughs> listening to the show today, all hanging up, gone, gone, no. gone. It's just awful. What, what the deal was, Stevie, okay, is, uh, and you said this a long time ago, that, and so did I when I listened to a virologist, that, that, that people are going to get frustrated. They're going to think it's, you know, they had the big, they kind of made a mistake, Steve, the other day with coming out with so many, so many takes from so many people saying that it's the one-year anniversary. It's the one-year anniversary, right? And, the, and a guy was saying they shouldn't do that because people think, okay, it's, a, it's been long enough. Okay. Right. It's been long enough. So not only that, but the one year anniversary comes uh, like a day or two before St. Patrick's day. So everyone hears it's a one year deal. We must be good. Did you see the shit yesterday on- online with people celebrating St. Patrick's day in bars? Yeah. I saw one. I might've, I saw one, a guy in Chicago, this buddy of mine, he's at a, he's doing a live video of him and his wife. Okay. Getting, getting fucking hammered. Okay. In uh Oops, sorry. I said hammered. That's okay. Uh, in a bar, okay, with everyone sitting on top of each other, uh, kissing the Blarney Stone or whatever they, or whatever they were doing. And then a then a 25-piece marching band came through the bar, Steve. And okay, and they're giving high fives. And uh, and a guy, a guy was drunk, uh, and this marching band, the guy had a trumpet, and he grabbed the trumpet, Stevie, and then then started playing it. Didn't wipe the mouthpiece off or anything. Okay. Yeah. So people have, people are stupid again, like yeah. the theme of the show. America. I mean, they just uh, think back to the NCAA uh, and the championship game uh, and 
I think it was, uh, God, I'm, I'm gapping. I think it was Alabama that wins it all. Anyway, wherever it was, it was just like the sea of people and, uh, and just crazy. And this was in the heart of the thing. And now like America is just, you know, I, it's pretty easy to tell right away if you're watching a Canadian NHL game versus an American one, there's no question about that. So it's, uh, it's bizarre right now. Um, but everybody's in a weird headspace. If it feels like people are just like, okay, we've done our, we've done our bit. We've done what we can. I want to get on with my life now. And people, people here, based on what I'm seeing on social media anyway, now granted social media is a place where uh, a negativity is usually launched, but uh, it, it does seem to be a lot of people that are particularly upset about this particular one. So. Yeah. And, and some of the sports uh, like golf, right. Allowed spectators in last week uh, for, for the players. Okay. So they, they had fans there. Uh, other, other people are allowing some fans in tennis, right? Tennis did it. Uh, but they're, so those events are causing more COVID. Okay. Uh, I think recently for two weeks straight, they had the, uh, cause they were back-to-back weeks. They had the Scotties tournament of hearts in Calgary. They're in the bubble. And they also had it in the bubble the following week for the Briar. And now they're having another event, the mixed doubles. Okay. Coming up. They did that over two weeks, Steve. No one allowed, okay? Super strict protocols, super strict. You couldn't, you had to lock down in your hotel room if you're a player. Uh, there was only players in the hotel. If you got in the van, straight to the game, couldn't do it, straight to the rink, couldn't do anything, okay? You know what happened there, Steve? What? Zero incidents of COVID, hmm. zero, okay? That they were as strict at the, at the peak of this thing over the last 12 months, whenever it, when, whenever it did peak, okay? And, and, so that's what they did. So I know if I'm running another sports league, let's, how did they do it? Okay. How did, how did, how did all this go down? So got a couple of notes here on the chat from the good members. And uh, David is in Kempville. He says, we're currently yellow in Kempville, which is just outside Ottawa. For those who don't know, it's about uh, 20 minutes South, but I feel like we're heading to the orange. Smith Falls has canceled hockey, taking the ice out as of this week, Kempville hockey is still on for now. Um, Mike Ennis writes, the golf looked like COVID soup last week. (laughs) Uh, Lisa C writes, I'm the convener and trainer for my son's U21 hockey bubble, and we got shut down today. The younger players will keep practicing with 10 on the ice, but 20-year-olds aren't interested in practicing right now. And finally, Marcus Von B writes, hey, is anyone else craving... Pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's from an episode about five shows ago, I guess. That was funny. All right, let's take a time out on the program. We're back with more after these words. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted, Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings for only $15. Pico, 
Use the PICO app and save on third-party app fees, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the brand new location at 305 Rideau. Compared to this time last year, the Ottawa residential home market is up 27% with an average sale price of $717,000. Curious to know what your home is worth? Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. I noticed when Jimmy uh, got up to, to, to leave that uh, I couldn't make it whether he was uh, pantsless or not. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> See, that's the fun of member Fridays here on the SWP with Steve and Jimmy. Yeah, as we went to commercial there, Jimmy basically ran out of his chair and went to the washroom. And that was David, one of our good members that's uh, hanging with us today. Welcome to all our members, our Patreon members, hitting the chat line as well as uh, as they react to what's going on during the course of the show. If you'd like to be a Patreon member, easy deal, stevewproject.com, and just click on Patreon memberships and sign up today. Helps out the show, and hopefully some fun as well. We're going to do a lot more of this kind of thing. So uh, thanks to all our Patreon members. Thanks to all you good listeners as well. Couldn't do it without any of you. Because they're Patreon members, Steve, okay? I think most of these people... They're all. That it would only be fair uh, if I took them inside my life a little bit. Oh, great. Because yeah. <laughs> people want to know, Stevie. I think people they want to be less... I think they want to be less inside than they already are, to be honest. They're already... No, no. They, they want to know some shit that nobody else knows. Sometimes we need the curtain to stay closed. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? That's David. Just pipe down there, David, okay, for one second, all right? Just pipe down. All right. So I've left the coffee stain, Steve, on the corner of my mouth. Okay, both corners. You know, not everyone gets to see that, Steve, okay? Because I drink a bunch of coffee all morning, so I've, I've, I've left that for them right there. And, and, it's your, and it's your belief people want to know that. That's right. Okay, it's a little inside. No. The other one is I put my teeth in. Just I now? New, I got new teeth, you know? Because when you and I do the show, I often do it without my teeth. Did so, somebody punch your face, or what? Is that what happened? Like, why do you need? Why do you? Why did you need? Like, your whole back thing is just gone. Like, why did you need? I know it was, but now it's not. See, I got, I got, I got, I got teeth in. Should I take them out? No, no, God, no. Nobody wants <laughs> to see that. <laughs> yeah, look There's at the no, guy he does at... with the Blue Jay shirt on there, or whatever he's got on. What is that? Oilers. That's Marcus Von B. Oilers, dude. Nice. Yes. Look at all the hands that are not up to see you take out your teeth. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hang on. No, don't. I'm serious. <laughs> don't. Nobody nobody wants to see that. It's the, it's the other safer option than taking my pants off. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, we can wrap it up pretty much. Uh, we went uh, longer than I thought there. So uh, have you got, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm teeing you up here for the final thoughts thing. My final thought? No, oh, Marcus is. Oh, Marcus has a final thought. Oh. <laughs> no, of course your final thought. No, I'm saving it for the Zoom deal, man. I'm saving all my final thoughts. Well, the Zoom deal is the show. Maybe I could get everyone's opinion of uh, whether, you know, I may put myself back out there, Stevie, on the market. Really? For all the ladies. Yeah. 
maybe people can uh, tell me what, what, what they think would be my best move to trap someone so I can get plowed. Begging, <laughs> lots of begging. There goes every girl that was online right now. Yeah. Marcus wants to know, how's your hot cousin? She's still living. Oh, yeah, my hot cousin. I forgot about that. Yeah, I knew Buzz had a hot cousin. And God knows he uh, pursued her relentlessly for a good chunk of his life. Yeah. Going to get myself some cousin, though. Well, Buzz has a real hot cousin, and he thinks about her every night. The guys at work, they tried to tell him, hell, Buzz, that just ain't right. Buzz went ahead and told his cousin that he wanted her really bad. She said, you must be sick. You know, my father's brother's with your dad. Well, Buzz went home to London to a family get-together. And there was a smoking hot cousin sitting right beside her brother. She walked on over and kissed his cheek and said, hey, hello, honey. Buzz had to run right home and beat his like it owed him money. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so that will do it for our show. That was a show, kind of, right? Let's see if we can make something out of that. Thanks for this, guys. It's uh, good to see how the magic happens, as you said. boy, Marcus. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing this, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate Talk to it. you guys later. Thanks for your support. Bye, guys. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs>